It's a question we have all asked ourselves at one time or another. What is my purpose in life? And while we all have many gifts and desires that are unique to us as individuals, we were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God our Father. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So in a world focused only on self, we want to shift the paradigm to be purposeful women of God. So join us as we change our focus from me to thee. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Women of God podcast. I'm Ashley and we are so excited to bring you into our first ever live recording we did this past Friday night at Talmo Baptist Church. This episode is going to be different than the ones you normally hear, but we hope you still get a blessing out of it. Before we get into the episode, I just want to say a big thank you to all of the ladies at Talmo Baptist Church for making this ladies event such a success. Everything was put together so well with no detail spared. Everyone that helped with food, a big thank you to them. Our singers were absolutely amazing that night. So thank you so much to Krista, her daughter, and the other girls for coming out. Y'all were amazing. And I'm already thinking about how to get y'all back. Thanks to all the vendors that came out and made shopping so much fun for the ladies. And I cannot forget the men of Talmo that came to ensure everything was running smoothly. It was truly a memorable night, and each one of you played such an integral part. Thanks to our pastor for supporting our ideas and allowing to put this event on. It wouldn't have been possible without you. And without further ado, let's get to our live podcast, Purposefully Made, Perfectly Love. We hope you enjoy. We are excited just to bring you guys into what we do every week. So every single week since March 28th, Ashley and I gather into a shipping container. <laughs> um, literally. <laughs> literally a shipping literally. container. It's our pod for the mm-hmm. podcast. And we speak to one another. And it goes out. And so many of you guys have been listening and supporting us. And we are so thankful for that. So we wanted to bring you guys into what we do and for y'all get to experience this, but then also for us to see your faces because it's always just us. Yeah. And Ashley's beautiful, but sometimes I want to see something else, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, but what's going to happen though is that there's no stopping and starting. Like what you see is what you get. And so that's, that's kind of tough, you know? Like when Tabitha says, slang that she thinks is cool but then I have to edit it out because she has no idea what it really means (laughs) yeah if you want to know later you can come ask me yeah it's it's not good um and then you also know and you all have heard this a lot that Ashley sings a lot and so um she's always got a song for everything so I sometimes y'all hear some of that but not all of it (laughs) no I have to edit that out too sometimes so this is the raw unedited version of a podcast recording the good the bad the embarrassing because there's been a lot of embarrassing y'all do not (laughs) have a clue but it's a great reminder to all of us that no matter how many times we've messed up on this journey of life that God can take our ideas and our flaws and use it for his glory and we are hopeful that he will do the same tonight as we all come together to grow in his word So one thing that she talked about is that this is the raw version of us. So we're taking off the edits um, and we're dropping all of that. You know, we all, don't we all present like a highlight reel? Like think back to your Instagram page, your Facebook pages, 
Like, that's the picture, that's the, like, the best picture, right? That's the mm-hmm. one, like, if you're in the back or behind the scenes and seeing everything that's going on, like, kids, smile. You know, make the, make, act like you're having fun. You know, like, that's the one that you're going to post. Or if you're taking a selfie of yourself, it's going to be the one with the best angle, um, the best, the best filter, filter yeah. whatever. Um, so since we are coming to you guys raw and unedited, we want y'all to do the same. So what we're asking for you tonight is to get real with yourselves, but most importantly, to get real with God about yourselves. Yeah, and as we plan tonight's lesson, we realize that many of you came tonight to have a good time, and we hope you've already experienced that. How many had a great time with worship tonight? I know I did. Y'all are amazing. Krista, y'all are amazing. Um, Anyways, I got sidetracked. Um, But we hope that, you know, Tonight, not only do you come to have a good time, but that you walk out of these doors changed and challenged on how you view yourself, but also how God views you and what his purpose is for you and to know how much he truly loves you. So first question, and I want you guys to be honest, how many, we're all women, most of us, I think there's a couple of men in here, but <laughs> Sorry. most of us are women, um, but how many of you ever struggle with just not feeling like you're enough. Like maybe I'm not enough for my kids, my grandkids, my husband, my job, even for the church at times, right? So just about every single one of us would have hands go up in that situation. And Ashley and I are no exception to that. But that's, that's what we just really want to do is just take all of that down and realize that we're not enough mm-hmm. on our own, right? I can't be everything for everybody all at one time. But the great thing about God's word is that he gives us so much power within us that we are not enough on our own, but with his strength, we can be all that he has created us to be and fulfill the purpose and the calling that he has placed on our life. So while you may not want to repeat what I say, let's try this. Repeat after me. In my own strength, in my own strength. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And that's okay. And that's okay. Do y'all believe that? Mm-hmm. Not yet, but maybe by the end you will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we want to talk to you about tonight. It's okay to not be everything to everyone. It's okay to not always have everything together. But what's not okay is to look for strength within yourself because you will never be enough. You can read every self-help book. You can try all the self-love advice, but in and of yourself, you will never be enough. And listen, we've got some fun things over in our gym later. You can even go buy yourself a new outfit. You can get some jewelry. You can even go over there and buy yourself some flowers. Ooh, I can but, buy myself flowers. <laughs> I knew she would. <laughs> write my name in the sand. I told y'all she has a song okay, for everything. I'll I knew stop. she wouldn't m- miss that opportunity. Um, <laughs> but none of that will fulfill the calling that God has placed on your life. Right? Yeah, and it's this vicious cycle, especially us as women, that we keep experiencing over and over again. And it just gets us nowhere. That's really encouraging, right? (laughs) No, it's not encouraging if we just stopped right there. But God's word does give us some encouragement in knowing that we are not enough on our own, but with his strength, we can be enough. And that's what leads us to tonight's topic. Um, If you saw the screens rotating around, actually you see them right now, 
we are purposely made and perfectly loved. And that's what we're going to hang on, and that's what we're going to remember tonight as we study God's Word. So I want to do a little, a little illustration with you guys. So everybody just get relaxed. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. And I want you to envision the most beautiful landscape that you have ever seen. You know, maybe for some of you, that is a condo at the beach, and you're looking out over the ocean, and you see the sunset and the beautiful painted sky. Maybe for others of you, it is a cabin in the mountains. You know, as you're in the peak of fall, and you're seeing the beautiful foliage. For me, a few years ago, Ashley's brother got married in Winter Park, Colorado, and we took a snowmobiling excursion in the middle of Colorado and as we were halfway through that little excursion the trees opened up and I remember looking out and seeing the snow-capped mountains the lake was underneath it the sky was this beautiful blue with the powdery just perfect clouds in the sky and I just remember standing there in awe just in awe that my God created all of that all right you guys can open your eyes so I hope you had your picture in mind. And we think of how majestic God is and how great he is that he created all of that. But now I want you to think back to the book of Genesis. You know in Genesis 1 when God created all of that, when he created the heavens and the earth and the horizon and all of that, what did he call it? He said it was good. Good. But then if you skip to a few verses on down, he created Adam and Eve. Not only did he say that that was good, he said it was what? Very good. Very good. So, you know, when we think about all that God has created and the beauty that's out in the world, and we see all of that, and we are in amazement of all of that, God said that was good. But when he created us, he said that was very good. That was very good. And so that just shows how much worth we have in God. He loves us that much. So, Let's try one more thing. Because if we keep repeating it, we might actually start believing it. So, repeat after me. I am. I am. Purposefully made. Purposefully made. And perfectly loved. And perfectly loved. All right, now do you believe that? Not yet? All right, let's say it one more time. <laughs> I am. I am. Purposefully made. Purposefully made. And perfectly loved. And perfectly loved. And if you're taking notes tonight, maybe just mental notes, whatever, we're going to first look at this idea of being purposefully made. And we're going to begin by looking at a few verses where the Bible reminds us how we are intentionally created by God himself. So let's first look at Psalms 139:14. It says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, in that my soul knoweth right well. Isaiah 64, 8 says, but now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou our potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Isaiah 49.1, the Lord hath called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. Luke 12.7, but even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. And I have to say, that verse sticks out to me. My grandmother always said, your hair is your glory. My mama has always said that, and she's always told me, you have a lot of glory. 
So the fact that the Lord knows how many hairs are on this head, that verse just always sticks out to me. And then the last verse, Psalms 103, says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Those are awesome, great verses. And, you know, I have four kids, and I have prayed many of those verses over my kids and reminded them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and that God knows them by name. And maybe if you teach a Sunday school class for kids, maybe you've done the same. And isn't it easy to pray and say those verses over kids? Like, we just look at them and we just think, wow, y'all are so cute. And God just made you. And, and we, we, we say all of these verses to them. But we are a group of ladies in here who have been through a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Some of us have been through some sin things. Some of you have just experienced some hard life some sickness, whatever it is that you may be going through. And sometimes when we go through things like that, we doubt those things about ourselves. So that's what we want to declare over you. And that's why Ashley read so many of those verses is because each one of those verses, they weren't just written in God's word for our kids. They were written there for us, for each one of us too. That's right. And because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, because God knit us in the wombs of our mothers, because he knows us by name, we can walk confident in the purpose for which God has created us. But what is that purpose? Why were we created? All right, so Ashley says it in our credits every week. So if you've listened to the podcast, what is our purpose? We were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God, our Father, to worship him, to praise him with our whole hearts. And we don't just make that up. Like, that's just not something that we just thought, oh, let's just put that in there. We have verses that tell us that. Isaiah, or I'm sorry, Psalms 86, 12 says, I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. Isaiah 43, verse 7 says, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Verse 21 goes on to say, This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Revelation 4.11 says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And finally, Psalm 150, verse 6 says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And when we live within the purpose of which we were created, we can declare by our theme verse for our podcast, which is Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And for my King James people, I know I miss the other the when I say it. I know (laughs) y'all probably picked up on it. I'm just calling myself out here. But, you know, if we believe we are purposefully made, we are no longer working by our own power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit that is living within those who have chosen to put their faith and trust in Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. And doesn't that take a lot of pressure off of us? You know, if I'm constantly trying to be everything for everyone else, I am going to live burdened. I'm going to be carrying a lot of weight. But when I realized that what I was created for is to glorify God and to give him praise, then I can take all that pressure off of myself of all of the other things that I am trying to be. That reminds me of Matthew 6:33. I know most of you guys could quote it, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all these things shall be added unto you. So what are all these things? If you look at the verses that come before that, and we quote that verse all the time, he's talking about worry, worrying about our needs being met. Are we being enough? He talks about the grass, like I clothe the grass, I give the, the flowers everything that they need to grow, and if I love them and I care for them this much, then how much more do I care for you? And I love this quote by Elizabeth Elliot. It says, do the next right thing in faith with excellence and for the glory of God. And, you know, but we just went through the whole Fruit of the Spirit series and we had example after example that God had given us. And he does that even when it comes to this. We see so many men and women in the Bible who did the next right thing in obedience for God's glory. And, you know, we thought about just some women. You know, you think about Hannah. You know, the one thing that she wanted was a child. And she, um, you know, at that time, that was the most important thing for a woman was to, to bear children. And she couldn't do that. And so she had to be feeling the weight of that. And where did she go? Where did she take that burden? The first place that she took that burden to God, and she gave it over to him. You know, they were in, even in the temple thinking that she was, she was drunk. drunk. <laughs> she was crazy, you know, but she, she knew that I've got this burden, and the only place that I can take it is straight to God, and I can cry out to him, and I know he's going to hear my prayer. And then I was thinking about um, Esther. So the book of Esther is one of my favorite books to read over and over again. But, you know, if you know the story at all, you know that she lost her parents, she was raised by her cousin, um, but then through a crazy turn of events, she became queen. Do you know why she became queen? Because she was pretty. Because <laughs> she was pretty. <laughs> the king liked her, you know, and that even made me think that, like, she had to feel at moments, like, all I am is his arm candy, right? Like, the only thing that they see my value in is my looks. Mm-hmm. And yet we see that God didn't just view her that way. He placed her there on purpose. And because of her obedience in fasting and praying and seeking the Lord, a whole people group was saved because of that. Mm-hmm. It just took her obedience to the Lord by going and petitioning, petitioning the king. Like sometimes that's all it is. It's just one step, simple step of obedience. And that is taking that next step of obedience is glorifying God, which is our purpose. Yeah, and when you were talking about those, I was thinking about even Rahab. I think y'all know, a lot of y'all know who Rahab was in the Bible, but I mean, she was a prostitute. And when the Israelites were spying out Jericho, you know, Joshua sent over two spies to spy out Jericho. And when they came, they came to Rahab's house. Well, she allowed them to come in, but the men started from Jericho started coming to look for him. And basically, she's like, look, I'll hide you. You know, I've heard. I've heard everything that your mighty God's doing. And, you know, I, I fear him. And a lot of people are in fear over here. But, you know, I'll hide you if you will save my family. And so she hid them. She hid them up on the roof. And they were able to escape. But when the Israelites came over to take over Jericho, the only family saved was Rahab's family. That was the only family saved. And from Rahab, do y'all know the story of Ruth? Y'all know Boaz? Y'all know Rahab was Boaz's mother. And then Boaz would go on to be King David's great-grandfather. 
if y'all didn't know that. So Rahab, the line of lineage, just came straight from Rahab. So you may think all of these women, there was nothing special about any of them. Nothing special. You know, I mean, even look at Ruth. Who was, who was Ruth? She was nothing special. She was out gleaning corn. They didn't have any money. And she caught an eye of a wealthy man who fell in love with her, basically for her character. None of them had anything grand and great going for them. And I think if you look at a lot of heroes in the Bible, they were nobodies. They were nobodies that God turned in to somebodies. And I'm just reminded of 1 Peter 2, 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jesus is the only one that can pull you from darkness into that light. He's the only one, and he's the only one that gives us purpose. And not only are we talking tonight about being purposely made, but we are perfectly loved. And I have some verses that I want to share with you guys about that. Um, because God gives us an everlasting, sacrificial love. We talked about the fruit of the Spirit, that love episode that we had. We talked about God's agape love and how it's a sacrificial love that we cannot experience anywhere else. So let's look at Romans chapter 8, verses 38 through 39. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. He loves us that much, so much that nothing, absolutely nothing, can come between us and his love for us. And the great thing is, is that he has already paid the payment for our sin. Like he, before we were ever born, we knew, he knew what we would do. He knew what we would experience. And he went ahead and he paid the ultimate price anyway. And it tells us that in Romans 5, 8. But God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And Ephesians 2, um, verses 4 through 5 says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. Listen, we can't comprehend the love that God has for us. Our finite minds do not even understand, but he has already paid the price because of his great love for us. And it's time to quit looking for love in relationships, especially dead-end relationships, even within our children, our careers, and also from within ourselves. Because our love and acceptance should only be found in the great big God that we serve and Jesus who gave his life for us. So you know, in every one of our episodes, we always say, what's the purpose? So Tabitha, will you just tell everybody what was the purpose for us choosing this topic tonight? Well, if you listen, you always know that I almost always answer what's the purpose with a, que with a question. And Krista, if you guys want to start going ahead and making your way up here and just kind of getting settled... Um, my question is, where are you turning to find your importance? Is it found in the amount of self-love and self-care you give yourself, or is it found in the one who created you? Our world encourages us to find our worth from within ourselves, but God's word tells us to find our worth and our purpose in him. And so I want to read this quote from you guys from Allie Beth Stuckey's book that I just love. She says, we're all stunningly confident as children. 
We've yet to become fully self-conscious and we have little concept of the potential for failure. So we declare our aspirations, unafraid of embarrassment or the possibility that they won't come to fruition. This self-assurance is part of the wonderful charm of kids. As we grow, it necessarily fades as we start the natural process of reconciling our plans with our actual potential. She goes on to say, our sufficiency isn't the answer to insecurity and self-love isn't the antidote to our feelings of self-loathing. Why? Because the self, and this is where I wanna land, because the self can't be both the problem and the solution. If the problem is, what we're, is that we're insecure or unfulfilled, we're not going to be able to find the antidote to these things in the same place our insecurities and fear are coming from. God's love frees and empowers us to consider and serve other people before and instead of ourselves. So my question tonight is, have you been bound by insecurity? Have you been looking within yourself to, to be the right thing for everybody? And tonight, God is calling you to remind you that you have been purposely made and perfectly loved. And it's time to take the focus off of ourselves. You know, that's what our theme is, is changing focus from me to thee. And maybe you think, well, y'all have talked a lot about yourself tonight or talked about self. And yes, we have. But once we can get confident in who we are in Christ, then we can take the focus off of ourselves and put it back where it belongs, back onto Jesus. Yeah, and so we also, every time that we end, we always ask, what's the challenge? So Tabitha, what's the challenge for all the ladies in here tonight? All right, what's the challenge? So tonight's unique because when we do what's the challenge every week, it's usually something that you can kind of take with you, right? So we record a week, maybe two weeks in advance. And so when I give what's the challenge, I'm kind of speaking into the future. But tonight is different because tonight you're here in front of us. So my challenge for you tonight is I don't know what brought each of one of you here. Maybe it was just to have a good time and we are going to have some fun when we walk over there, I know. But I also know that maybe some of you came here carrying burdens that you were never meant to carry. And you've been looking to find um, your purpose in life within yourself. You've been seeking everything from within. And remember what I said, you can't be both the problem and the solution. But I know who one can, that can solve your problems. No, you're not going to live a perfect life here. Um, not until we get to heaven one day. But he does offer us peace and comfort and all of those things. And we can live out our purpose. So maybe there's some of you who don't even know this Jesus that we're talking about. You know, I, I'm sure in a group of ladies this big that some of you just came because a friend invited you. And maybe you need to come to know this Jesus that we're talking about because he does offer peace. He does offer comfort, all of those things. And he's a good God and he will help you find your purpose. And as we turn it back over to Chris and then let us, we're just going to have a moment of invitation. If anybody, these altars are always open. If anybody wants to come and pray, if you want to seek out your purpose tonight, if you do not know Jesus and tonight is the night that he's knocking on your heart. Come on, we have a lot of ladies here that are more than welcome to come and pray with you. Tabitha and I are here. We just ask that you do business with God tonight. That's why we're here after all. So I do have one more story that I want to share. So a few months ago, and so my husband, as y'all know, pastors here, but a few months ago, we had this sweet family that started coming to church here. And 
uh, it's a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. And many of the ones that are here, y'all will know who I'm talking about. They moved in across the street. And they started just kind of visiting. And, and I'm a crier, so as I share this story, I'm sure I'll cry. Um, but they had lived a lot of life. And they were trying to get away from some of the things that they had experienced. But as they began to come to church, they started hearing the messages about God's word and realizing that there was something different that was going on here than what they had ever experienced before. And so one night after a Wednesday night service, they asked if they could talk with Derek and I. And so we sat down with them and the grandmother, she's in her 60s, and she said, I have lived my life feeling like I was never wanted, like I was never loved. She said, from the moment that I was born, I felt like my parents didn't want me. We visited churches and I felt like they didn't love me. And she said, but I feel something different because I feel like God is calling me to him. And that night she prayed and she knelt. It finally clicked with her. We were able to share these verses that we shared tonight that God did create you with a purpose. God loves you with an everlasting life, with an everlasting love. And that night she bowed down and she prayed and she asked the Lord to save her. And this past Sunday, Derek was able to baptize her. And it just goes to show you that we don't know the burdens that each one of us are carrying. But I do know a great big God that does know and he cares about you and he loves you. And so maybe you've been just kind of wandering away from God. Maybe you've not come back to him in a long time. Maybe you don't even know him. And you just want to come and you just want to pray. And um, we have some sweet ladies here at Tamlo that will come pray with you. And so just if you all want to stand, and I'm going to turn it back over to Krista. If you were not able to be with us last Friday night at the event, we hope you enjoyed being able to listen to it today. Make sure you are following along with us on social media. This week only, we will be opening up our merchandise sales to all listeners. So you have a chance to purchase the merchandise we sold at the event, but it is only for one week. So check out our Instagram and Facebook pages for all the details on that. Thank you so much for supporting us. Until next time, remember, a sincere desire to become purposeful women of God starts with changing focus from me to thee. God bless from our hearts to yours. See ya.